Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. What's wrong with Wyatt Williamson? Uh, well, Jesse's up bad you's rain. You're going to have another five minutes sleeping. <laughs> oh, no, he's, he's up there. You would have been fencing already, wouldn't you, this morning? Well, I'm, I'm, I've had to pull over. I'm halfway to the farm now, and yep. I've had to pull over to accommodate this call. So, you know, when the great Paddy Welsh uh, beckons, <laughs> I come. That's as simple as it is. Hey, just very quickly, and we'll get to Vegas and, you know, Bronx and all that sort of thing very shortly, but we just had Kyle Felt on. He's eight shy of his 200th. And, you know, one team play, you, of course, played 250-odd for the Bronx. And he said he, he he's really looking forward to that because he becomes a life member and it's something that he's really, really proud of. It's a big milestone for a footballer, isn't it, 200 games? It, it is, Paddy, but it's also when you do it at one club. Um, yeah. It's, it's a just reward for people who are loyal, I think. Um, and, OK, um, a lot of players jump around clubs in the way things are now. But to, to have played at a club where you played that many games and they afford you the, the honour that it is to be a, a, you know, a life member of anything, uh, it's massive. And it's one of the things I'm like, like, I was lucky with my footy career and fell into a good era with a good club and all the rest of it. But to have played that long, but then get, then get a life membership, it's something you get to carry with the, with the rest of your life. It's one, of the, it's one of those, it's a very tangible thing, but it's not thing that players think about as much anymore. Um, but it's a it's it's a just reward for loyalty, which um, never gets old, as far as I'm concerned. Mm, yeah, and oh. durability too, mate. Um, but can you remember round one, which we're going into? We'll talk about Vegas. Can you remember the emotions that'd be swirling around your mind and body in the lead up to every se- season? Yeah, well, what happens is the heels. You, you just hope that you haven't lost it. That somehow yeah. between the last year and this year, <laughs> you, you haven't forgotten how to play. And honestly, that's how it becomes. You sort of think. You know, when it's when it's because you and Hills, you've played high level sport. You know what it is. Like every game counts. Every game's important. Every time you got to every time you go out there, you've got to perform. Mm. Um, and that's the unrelenting nature of professional sport. Um, and the thing that always worried me was, you know, is it, you know, is it, is this the year where it's all gonna become too hard and you start to lose it and you form, you know, the the god of form which comes and goes and we don't know why and where. Um, is, is this? Am I going to get visited this year, and it's not going to be? I'm not going to be able to play properly. So I always used to worry enormously about it, and I love getting into the season where you know, and you start to go to work, go back to work if you like, and it takes yeah. the uncertainty out of it, and you're just doing what you do. All right, mate. Well, you've, you know, we've got teams on the ground over in Vegas. What's your take on it? The, the NRL are committed long term; they're in for five years minimum. Um, how, how do you? How do you? T- what's your take on Vegas? 
Well, Paddy, I think if you if you always do what you've always done, you always get what you always got. So if we don't attempt to do new things, well, well where will we be? We'll just yeah. be where we are. So so to move forward is, is always the key. Now, I don't think that anyone's unrealistic enough at the NRL, and I certainly hope they're not. I mean, there's been a lot of bluster made about this and all the rest of it. But the reality is, the, the, the absolute reality is, we're, we're like, a, an, like a, a pinprick of an ocean in terms of Americans and the way they think about sport. But if we don't take it to them and if we don't present it, and, and you know, we might be chipping away at this. Like, if, if they're fair income, I know they're talking about five years, but it's going to take a lot longer than five years to introduce our sport to America and then and then try to garner a little bit of favour from that market. And as Peter Volandis keeps pointing out, you don't need a heap of it. Um, but if, if this is to work, I don't think anyone's under the illusion that us going over there. Now, I think the unintended positive consequence of this is is how much we're talking about here in Australia. Yeah. It might not be that big to Americans that we're over there in Vegas and playing all the rest of it. Gee, it's a, it's a big thing in Australia. And we're talking about league in a much bigger and broader way than we otherwise would have been at the start of a season. So I think in that way, it's been a, a positive thing. I, I love the fact that they they have this idea that our game can, you know, and having played it my whole life and very, very loyal league man, I, I love our sport and, I, and, I, and I'd love to see it grow to be a, a wider thing than, say, Australia, England, New Zealand. Uh, and I think the only way that you do that is to do things like this. But the problem is, of course, Paddy, as you'd understand, uh, it's very, very expensive to do it. You have to have patience, and that means um, all the different parties that are involved have to have, to have that same patience, particularly the ones who are stumping up the cash. Um, so, so this is a long process, but I love that they've started it. I hope we've got the gumption to continue it. Mm. It's very expensive to believe in your sport, that's for sure. And AFL have proven that too. That the amount of money they've spent in the last ten years, you know, building new franchises and developing their games, unbelievable. So it's good that league's into it. Um, you well, here's that's here's the AFL are a good example. Um, like if you look at the Oz Kick program and all the rest of it, when they tried to enter markets that traditionally rugby league, they've been successful because they backed it with the money that are required, yeah. the investment that's required. But then they they put together with that patience, patience to understand, because the way to to enter a new market with a sport is to get kids involved and interested and all that stuff, and that's a generational thing. So you have got to be in there like minimum twenty years in my mind. To, to, to get one generation to look at it and then another generation that actually might do something about it. So it's not a, it's not a slow or, or inexpensive process, um, but the rewards for that patience um, are enormous. Yeah. 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 It's, uh, fingers crossed, mate. Yeah. Now, the Broncos look like they've got everything covered and they've even got a bit of depth in their bench, which is a different story to three years ago. Well, that's the difference with the club. I did a, a one-on-one with Kevin um, You'd have seen it because it was on Channel Seven Hills. Um, <laughs> we, um, I know you watch Paddy, but and, and, and Paddy, you would have, you would have been no doubt impressed with how far my journalistic capability has come. Oh, I mean, yeah. I'm still I'm still asking and answering the questions for for the talent. So you know, <laughs> yes, those razor, razor sharp interviewing skills. I know I was across oh, it. Oh, I was yeah, across no. it. <laughs> no, um, and, and, and this is what it, it occurred to me. The, the real difference with the Broncos now and where, you know, Kevy and his, and no doubt all the people who are behind Kevy as well, where they're to be congratulated, is they've made us a club of choice again. And that was always that was always the Broncos thing. You know, we, we didn't have to, you know, any of the good kids that were coming through Queensland, um, we'd get them. 
because they you know they wanted to come to the Bond Coast because we were that club. Well, we're that club again now. And, and you can, you know, the, the Reese Walsh's and Selwyn Cobos of this world and Payne Haas's are, are a huge part of that because they're, they're you know, marquee players who, who young players aspire to to be and look up to. And so that means that, that people want to be at our club. So, and, you know, in talking to Kevin the other day, so we're seeing, all, we're seeing the, the benefit of that right now. But the, the further benefit that you allude to, Heels, is in behind that, is a is a like a team of young players that we haven't even heard of yet, who are going to be that next generation mm-hmm. of stars that are at our club, not somebody else's club. That's what happened in those years that we were in the wilderness. Uh, there was there was probably three or four, maybe even five seasons of those young players who were coming along, who went to other places yeah. and didn't come to us. But now in the in the last three or four years, and this is the thing, this thing's been building for a bit. Yeah, yeah, we had the that great success last year, and you know went with an inch of the grand final victory. Um, but building behind the scenes has been um, this recruitment um, and retention process, which has got back to what the Bronx always had. And so, therefore, we have that depth. And if we get some injuries and different different things this year, we're going to have something to go to. And and un, um, likely as not, we'll unearth. Um, the next Selwyn Cobo or, or Reese Walsh, and, and oh. that's that's when you get your club back on a long-term successful sort of um, trajectory. Look at you go venturing two backs. You hate backline players. You hate them. <laughs> I know, but I know, I know, Paddy. But I'm trying to, I'm, like, I'm trying to broaden my horizons. Really, yeah. Anyway, no, well, next next it's not in, it's not working. Next interview you do, you'll be back to Piacura by you know, within five minutes. But he he apparently is looking fantastic and. Everyone must be pleased that medial ligament uh, hasn't been too damning. Yeah, no, I mean this is this is the thing about um, trials and pre-season and all the things that that go on. Um, it's it's a heart and a mouth sort of time where you hope that you just get you get because funnily enough, you know a lot of injuries happen in, at this point in time because you're not used to week in week out playing. But somehow once you once you get into the groove, you can get past the first couple of rounds. Generally speaking, you know barring obviously. Um, cataclysmic events generally speaking you get into a bit of a groove mm. um and injury seems to leave you alone but you've got it you've got to get over the hump of the early part of the season so that's what coaches worry about this time of year and you know um and already there's been a, a few injuries particularly um, um with the dolphins um, uh, tommy gilbert and cohen hess uh... yeah tommy gilbert and yeah yeah and then cohen hess at the cowboys that is a nightmare. That's a that's a nightmare scenario, and the amount of times you see that in preseason games, um, and I think it's you just don't have that uh, that durability that you get from five or six rounds of footy under your belt, and then suddenly, you know, you're used to the impacts again. Your body's used to it, and all that. But somehow, that seems to protect you a bit from those injuries. Yeah. All right, mate. Hey, great to catch up. We've got to get to a break, but uh, as usual, love your thoughts, and uh, we may even pat, tap your brain uh, during this season. We love having you on. Oh, Paddy, I'm always available. You know that. <laughs> it's a big first game, in the Roosters, Broncos. So uh, we might even talk to you next week. Mate. All right, mate. Thanks, Webby. Righto. Thanks, Ben. See you. <laughs>